Claire Sullivan hated fire, but the magnificence of this flaming sunset took her breath away. Hues of crimson, amber, and magenta lit the evening sky as they outlined the towering peaks of the Rocky Mountains. Such a far cry from the green rolling hills of the North Carolina home she'd left two months ago. She stood on the front porch of the cafe, where she'd stopped for directions and scanned the area. Everything about this mountain town loomed wild and larger than life. Not just because of the peaks easily seen beyond the buildings on all sides, but also because of the rough-looking men in workers' garb filing in and out of the cafe door beside her. Claire inhaled another deep breath. The woman in the cafe, Aunt Pearl, had said Graham's house stood just two doors down, facing the street behind the little restaurant. Gripping her skirts, Claire gingerly descended the two stairs to the dusty road. She nodded to a man who stepped aside, waiting to climb those same steps. Good evening, sir. His head bobbed a single nod. Her gaze flicked to his face, then skittered away before he could mistake her for staring. A layer of black soot covered his strong features, and the muscles in his jaw flexed as he waited for her to move out of the way. Claire straightened her shoulders. Apparently, he couldn't be bothered for a simple greeting. Were all the men in Butte so rude? Following the directions the woman in the cafe had detailed, Claire found the path that formed a sort of alley behind the buildings and came to the little whitewashed house Graham had described in her letters. Would Graham be home? The trip from North Carolina to the Montana Territory had taken weeks longer than Papa expected. Graham was probably beside herself with worry by now. Claire swallowed as she rounded the corner of the house and stepped onto the narrow porch lining the front. She ran both hands down her wrinkled blue traveling suit. She looked so rumpled and stained after five days in that stagecoach traveling from Fort Benton, it was a good thing Graham couldn't see her. Claire winced. No, it wasn't a good thing. Losing her eyesight was terrible. If only Graham had been in North Carolina with them, where Papa could have treated her eye disease effectively. He could have made a difference. Not let her go blind like these mining town snake oil doctors had done. Facing the door with its peeling white paint, Claire raised her fist and knocked. Three solid taps. Lord, please let her be happy I've come. She hadn't seen Graham since she was five years old, but reading Graham's letters through the years made Claire feel like she'd talked with her face to face. When the last letter had arrived, penned by Graham's neighbor because Graham had lost her sight, Claire's heart had tugged so hard she couldn't resist. Her grandmother needed help. Claire glanced at the window to the left of the door. No sounds from inside. Was Graham not home? The steady rhythm of wagons and pedestrians drifted from behind her, the townspeople going about their business. Surely Graham wasn't out there alone. It wasn't safe. How could a blind woman traverse these streets on her own? Claire knocked again, this time louder, more forceful. A scream sounded inside, the crashing of metal. Graham! She grabbed the wooden knob on the door and twisted, ramming her hip against the wood to force it open. She needn't have tried so hard. The door swung easily and Claire stumbled inside, staggering to catch her balance with the force of her charge. 
A flash of fire blazed to her left. A tortured moan filled the room as Graham stumbled back from the stove. Flame leaped at least a foot off the stove surface. Claire's mouth went dry, and her feet sank into the wood floors like they were weighted with millstones. She closed her eyes against the images the blaze summoned. She had to think, had to help Graham. Forcing her eyes open, her gaze darted around the room. What could she use to put it out? The coffee pot on the back of the stove. Lord, please let it be full. Claire used the hem of her skirt to protect her hand as she gripped the handle and dumped the contents over the fire. About a cup of liquid and damp coffee grounds drizzled out, but it was enough to steal the power from the blaze. She smashed the base of the pitcher over the remaining flames again and again until they were nothing but acrid smoke.